Okay, right, we're ready? Yes. Ready to go? Still. Uh, are we live? Are you recording, Pete? Yes, I'm recording. Are you recording? Go. Running with Jake, the podcast. On this episode... I don't run with a blaster. I, I want to, but I'm always worried about getting rugby tackled by a policeman. Mm. Mm. That's a mean? good point. That's a brave policeman, just to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get tasered by someone who thinks that I'm, you know, a, a, a real-life baddie. Running with Jake, the podcast. Because every runner needs the occasional plot. And here's your host, Jake Lowe. This is your weekly dose of running motivation. I'm Jay Clough, your host, your running coach, your motivator. I'd like to call myself your friend. This is indeed the Running With Jake podcast. I'm in a super mood. The scene is set. We've got a nice ambient atmosphere here in the home studio. Martina's actually working from home at the moment, so I've, I've, I had to lock her in the basement. Not the basement. I've locked her in the kitchen. I've locked, her in, I've locked <laughs> her in the... It's not the basement. She's not in the basement. She's in well, the... No matter which... She's in the kitchen. It's not much better, is it? I mean, if she's in the basement, you're a really, really bad, dark person. If she's in the kitchen, you're just sexist. Yeah, no, it... It's this not is sexism for you. Well, she's doing her own podcast, it sounds like. She's on a Zoom call with other fellow vets and the talking gore sheeps and hands in cows' oh. bottoms and all that kind of thing. So I had to kind of put it downstairs, leave it to it. But I'm feeling good, I'm feeling ready. And do you know why I'm feeling super positive at the moment? Peter? Tell me, Jacob. I want to. Because this time of year is my favourite time of year to run. Autumn, the leaves are golden, it's crisp, it's blue skies for the most part. I just love it. I love the feeling of being out there in nature, exploring the sound of the leaves crunching underfoot, getting back, and you're all warm and cosy. And I have a weird little thing, and runners listen to this will get this. We all have weird little things. And my weird little thing, let me explain. <laughs> you're actually on a podcast admitting that you've got a weird little thing. Oh, man, do you want to see it? I don't, I don't, I don't want to see when it. When I get back from a run, <laughs> my thing is a cup of tea in the shower. Oh, oh man. What? I just, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? But I just love it. A cup of tea in the in shower. In the shower. In the shower. That's wetness on wetness. All you're doing is you're weakening your cup of tea, surely. No, no, people always say this. It's, I make proper builder's tea, like a proper tea. But then I just right. put it kind of just out the way of the water there. And honestly, I have a little system. I just, it's so nice. And then it's one of those showers that you just can't get out of. You're like, I just, I've just got to stay here. <laughs> so I'm feeling super positive. In fact, I'm not even out of my dressing gown. Have you seen this lot? This I nice, have, yeah, lovely. Yeah. Look, got a hood and everything. Do you know, that's a delight dressing gown that in fact with the hood on you look like a jedi a jedi master of some sort well that's very interesting considering the guest that we have on today's show but i've been after a dressing gown for a while now i've been looking online you know that's what you do when you're in lockdown don't you 2020 you just buy everything online but being like four foot two it's really hard for me to get the right length <laughs> dressing gown in terms of the sleeves because i just look like a wizard they're like hanging <laughs> over my fingers it's really a nightmare when you're making porridge and stuff so i figured that wouldn't work but i was in asda the other day just had a bit of a run and I'm thinking, Joe, I'm just going to pop and see what George has got. What? Let's have a look down the George aisle, expecting there to be nothing. Found this little gem. Check it out, man. Oh, Check it out. It always feels good when you're shopping at George as well, because you're going, whatever I'm getting, I'm getting it for cheap. Bargain. Well, I did feel a little bit obligated uh, to buy it, I'll be honest, because I'd just been for a run, so I was quite sweaty. I tried it on, and there's this guy loading up the bread shelf, and he looked at me, and I thought, I've, got, I've kind of got to buy it now, haven't I? I can't just put it back on the hanger. Yeah. You know, it's not the best. You can't wipe your DNA on something in a shop and then leave it in the shop. That's just that's just wrong, Not man. good. Is that, um, what's that on the side there? Yeah. What's that? This, um, can you see that, look, on the, on, on the I mean, video? It's stained already. That, my friend. Would you like to know what that stain is? That crusty white stain? I, I don't know if I do need to know, actually. Let no. me share. Let me share. That, my friend, right. is the world's greatest porridge. 
Oh, oh no. Oh man, we, we, we've got it all going on today on today's show. Today, today, today. It's all on the show. If you've got porridge on that, you've got a real problem because porridge is like, it's like the hardest substance to get off something. If you don't soak, you know what it's like. I mean, if you make a bowl, bowl of porridge and you don't soak the bowl straight away, it's like impossible to get rid of. Even a scourer or one of those metal things, even that can't even get rid of it. Crap, that's a good idea, actually. Marty, Marty, can you just soak the porridge bowl, please? <laughs> Just stick it yeah. in the bowl, thanks. Thank you. And while you're at it, suck on that white stain on Jake's gown. To recap, she's not in the basement. We don't want complaints, she is in the kitchen. Listen, I'm going to share, before we get into our guest today, I'm super excited about this, sure. I'm going to share the world's greatest porridge recipe. This is awesome. So if you're looking for something new, different, ready for winter, different type of breakfast to fuel your long runs, this is ace. So uh, oats, obviously, uh, as many oats as you want, and I would add any milk of your choice. And the ratio I use is four ml of milk per gram of oat. So four ml of milk to uh, one gram of oat gives you nice consistency. But then, here's the secret weapons. Come on. (laughs) Great a quarter of an apple in there. Beautiful. Just grate it in while it's simmering on the hob. Don't put it in the microwave. Use the hob. Don't be lazy. Uh, A dash of cinnamon, a sprinkle of freshly grated nutmeg, and then the killer, killer ingredient, and this may surprise Mm. you, the seeds from carefully selected cardamom pods. Cardamom pod. Now, you see, what you've done there is you've given me an everyman recipe, as in, I'm pretty sure I can go to the kitchen and I can use all of those ingredients up until the point you got to that pod thing. So you've gone completely Jamie Oliver on me. You've gone Jamie Oliver recipe book where you go, yeah, yeah, I can cook this today. Oh, no, I can't because there's an ingredient I've never even heard of, which means I've got to actually go out to a shop and buy it specifically for the porridge. And when I'm there, I may as well just buy myself some porridge anyway, Look, right? Look, you know nothing, Pete. Cardamom pods are not that hard to get your hands on these days you need to get out from your home studio and go down the local supermarket and i tell you it's worth hunting high and low anyway i'm telling you this is the world's greatest porridge recipe i'm going to upload it to the show notes page runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast i tell you if you were here now i would let you suck this crusted porridge off my dressing gown <laughs> look at that it's beautiful put it down marty soak that bowl running with jake the podcast your weekly dose of running motivation out every wednesday never miss an episode by subscribing now so, it is no secret that we bring you the best guests on the Running With Jake podcast, but today we'll pull out all the stops. Honestly, man, Pete, we've had our work cut out to get this guy on the show. This is going to be awesome. It's very exciting, actually. We're speaking to Jez Allison. He's a self-confessed geek, I think I'm right in saying that, and he is known as the Running Stormtrooper. Yes, he runs everywhere, dressed head to toe as a stormtrooper. Jez, it's good good to talk to you. Yeah, very much. Uh, Looking forward to having a chat. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, listen, I'll be straight with you. Normally, when we get guests on, I do quite a lot of prep, you know, looking at their backstory, getting a lot of questions together. Um, With yourself, I I kind of really only have one question. What the hell are you doing, man? Why are you Stormtrooper? (laughs) Yeah, um, I guess in life, you know, we all have a few addictions and stuff, and one of mine is is running, but the other one is I get a massive sense of... um, uh, you know, uh, satisfaction from doing some charity work. And, you know, you need to make it hard. There are a lot of charities out there who need a lot of money. So, yeah, I'll, I'll make myself really, really tough and run as a stormtrooper. Wow, you've certainly done that. I mean, I've seen your Instagram. It, it just looks insane. There's so much I want to talk to uh, talk to you about today. So let's just take me back a little bit. Where, where did this start for you? Because um, this has been something that you've been doing. It's not necessarily a new thing, is it? You've been doing it for quite a while now. So how did it all begin? 
so it started off as these things do as a one-off event you know and um, so I did the London Marathon as a regular runner or you know it seems strange doesn't it to find it as a regular runner someone who does the marathon because you know it's a great achievement for everyone but in 2015 I absolutely loved it and um, I wanted to do it again I wanted to raise some more money and I thought well how how will I appeal to people to sponsor me who have already sponsored me you know so you need to raise the bar you need to make life more difficult for yourself and um, yeah being a 70s child who grew up in the sort of Star Wars world I just smashed the two parts of my life together and I thought right Stormtrooper's pretty iconic outfit I would love to have that so let's see what I can do so it started in 2016 and each year I thought right that's it this year, I've said that's the end twice now, but this this is the end this year. Now, you raise money for Make-A-Wish UK and Spread a Smile UK, I think I'm right in saying. That's right, yeah. Awesome. And is that, are those, they the charities that kind of kick-started this for you? Yeah, yeah. I was, um, when, I was really lucky, the public, uh, I got the public ballot in 2015, so uh, didn't have any uh, sort of charity uh, requirements. However, I still ran for Click Sergeant. The following year, I didn't get charity, and I was like, right, well, I want to do a charity bond. And I looked at all the charities out there, and Make-A-Wish just really appealed to me, you know, for what they do for poorly children. Uh, for me, it was a no-brainer. I, I loved what they do. So in terms of, like, the suit that you were, you know, I mean... You look at people that dress up for, like, Halloween and things and they cobble something together last minute. This is full on. I mean, you look like... You, you, you look like you've just stepped off the set. I mean, yeah. this this thing must have cost a, a bum, right? I mean, did you build it? Where did you get this thing from? Well, uh, I'm now on my second one, but I think come the end of this year, you know, only fools and horses triggers broom. It's going to be a bit like that where I'll say, look, I've had this suit for four years, but it's had so many different shin bits and so many different belts. They've, you know, it cracks, it breaks, it falls apart. I wrecked it two days ago on a, on a long run. Um, so the first year I borrowed one from someone who had a retired suit and he's like, yeah, I, I can let you run in this. And then, and then I needed to get my own. So, yeah, they are kits. They are quite expensive. Um uh, and yeah, to to keep them going, I'm going through. A, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of white tape behind the scenes, Jake. Yeah, I bet. And and come on, I got, I got to ask this question. I mean, are you, are you commando? I mean, what go what goes on underneath <laughs> that suit, man? I mean, what? Surely you got. To, I'm just thinking chafing and stuff. Yeah, I mean, this, is, well, this could be a bit of a nightmare. I have some really good lube. Um, and uh, I was I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny, I was at the London Marathon Expo in 2016, and uh, yeah, so I just was wearing the sort of cheapest leggings underneath, you know, what you would buy in, you know, Decathlon or wherever, and uh, cheapest sort of just running top, and there was a company called, um, can I talk about companies and stuff? Yeah, of course you can, go for it. This is this is your show now, Jess, talk about what you want, my friend. <laughs> okay, so there's a company called Two Toms, um, who do Sports Shield. And really slippery agents, you know. I'm talking. This is, you know, Vaseline on crack. And uh, and I walked past them, and they just said, "Right, come here. Have a, have a feel of some of this stuff." And it's just, yeah, it's super. And so, so they do um, talks. You know, they do foot powders and, and and various different slippery agents as a rub or as a roll on. So that's pretty good. Um, I see all these adverts for you know special men's pants and stuff. No man, just just regular regular underwear and. Um, and leggings and tights and stuff but hey, I, I always say as a coach you know you've got to find what works for you and if running as a stormtrooper and you found the magic loop for you that keeps <laughs> that chafage away that's the that's absolutely fine I don't really know how to ask this question so I'm just going to come out with it I mean do, do you have like a like a flap or something I mean how do you you know how do you yeah, you know, how do you, how do you, uh, you yeah, know, yeah I'll how, save you the embarrassment of asking the how question how do you do that <laughs> how does it work um, I uh, 
the London Marathon in 2018 was the hottest one on record. And I had to drink so much during that run that I um, I had to had to uh, four or five times. Oh, um, wow. It was typically in a marathon, you know, I can say right once it's on, it's on, and um, and then I, I will uh, I will go to the <laughs> at the end of a run. Uh, but no, that was a difficult year, 2018. Um, there there I need to take off a few bits and pieces because to answer your question, no, I can't. You know, when it's on, that's it. It's on. Hey, it was a warm one as well, 2018, yes, wasn't it? Yes, horrific. I mean, you you should have been running as Princess Leia in the <laughs> Tatooine costume in 2018. I mean, that was... Yeah, I hope you raised, like, kind of double the money that year because that must have been an epic achievement. You must have been sweating your ass off in that suit. Yeah, yeah, I, it was it was horrible. But uh, 2018, I thought, was my last London Marathon is the Stormtrooper. That was my third one. I wasn't trying to do a Guinness record or anything like that. It was almost like my lap of honour. At the end of, you know, 2017, I was really pushing it. 2018, I just thought, right, I'm going to enjoy this. So I danced with Morris dancers. I had an ice cream on the way around. I must have high-fived <laughs> a thousand people. So for me, I was like, right, I'm not going to set any times here. There's all these people who have come out to cheer us and wave signs. Give something back to them, you know? So I, I was stopping and waving and high-fiving. And, and I, I loved the experience of 2018, even though it was hot as balls. It was just, it was a brilliant run. Do you know, I can really relate to that, and I'm smiling ear to ear, ear as you're talking through um, 2018 hottest one on record because I did that that year, and I was unlike yourself. I was kind of chasing a time, like a lot of people do, and I, I was just running as a runner, regular runner, boring. But then I think I got to around Tyra Bridge, and I thought, what am I doing? This is this is crazy. You're never going to get the time you want. You're putting yourself into a potentially danger. You know, you're pushing quite hard. It's really hot. And then, as you said, then. Let's give something back to the crowd. This gives me goosebumps. I mean, that, that's what they've come out to see, isn't it? They've come out to have fun, give the runners energy. The runners then give them energy. And I was like yourself. I didn't get quite the reaction. I'm sure you got dressed as a stormtrooper, but high five in the crowd. And it just lifts your energy as well, doesn't it? And, and dis- it kind of distracts you from the discomfort that you're going through in a race. I think some. I think everybody can take something from that, actually. It's important, you know, because it's a long day for them. It's a really long day. How much does this thing weigh? Because that's got to be like a it's got to be like an extra workout for you i mean this thing doesn't look light no it's 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 not light but then again it's not considerably heavy it's not the weight which is the killer it weighs about a stone that's a lot though i mean you know if somebody said to me right there you go jake there's you know if you're on a training room mate here's an extra stone i'd be thinking hang on a second yeah so it's it's about i i guess what an extra yeah eight kilos stone something like that is you know it's a proportion of my body weight but it's when it when it's on your body you know, if you put a stone in a rucksack and put that in your bag, you'd feel it. But if you obviously distribute it over your body relatively easily, you can't have it all. It all <laughs> it doesn't work. But you know what I mean? It's, it's slightly easier to manage. Did you? Did, was it like a shortlist? This I want to know the process to get to a stormtrooper. I mean, did you go through a series of different films and genres, or was it always Star Wars? Was it always a stormtrooper? No, I th- yeah, it was always it was always a stormtrooper because I just thought, right, I um. And it was this whole thing about making life more difficult to yourself to appeal to people. You know, if, if you've got listeners now who just think, oh, you know what, I'm going to do a marathon. And who have, you know, the furthest they've done, say, before is a 10K or something like that. So to them and to all their friends and family, this significant, huge achievement for them is going to bring in charity money. You know, they, if someone who's never run a marathon before says, I'm going to do a marathon, they will, they should be able to raise money, hopefully, you know, by... Um, 
pulling the right levers and switches. Whereas for me, because I had already done that, I was like, right, I'm going to really have to make my life difficult now. So to run with a fully sort of um, helmeted character, you know, to in a, in a costume which is just like running in drain pipes, you know, you're covered in plastic, so you're just dripping. It's just... It, the sweat and the hydration is probably the biggest issue and um, so for me it was just a cool costume I think growing up watching the Friends episodes I think one of the characters in Friends was like oh yeah this guy's got a Stormtrooper costume yeah he's got two because everyone knows about it you know it's an iconic thing it, it, it's an amazing suit I mean it, it, it properly looks the part um, what I did find interesting was your Instagram handle is, is Stormtrooper underscore runner isn't it Storm, uh, Stormtrooper underscore runner I, I was thinking yeah. like is, was, was Stormtrooper run taken? Is he? In, is it like two of you out there running around? I mean, if you meet each other, yeah. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, there's. Um, do you know what? It's because I'm probably not particularly good on social media. So I think it was in. I think it was in 2017. My son was like, "Dad, you should get yourself an Instagram." And um, so I was just like, "All right, okay." And uh, I think it was about characters, and I wanted it to stand out. I was thinking. If it's Stormtrooper run all blended in, will it look like a typo or, or will it actually stand out? So, yeah, it just shows my naivety with regards to social media, I guess. I'm fascinated by this suit. This is just <laughs> blowing my mind. What's, what's the most annoying thing that people shout at you? I mean, come on, you oh, must have no, some... Everybody's oh, going to be throwing the Star Wars yeah. lines at you. Come on, let's hear it. Oh, I've had on you a little short for a Stormtrooper so many times. Men's Force <laughs> with you is great. Um, stand up, mate, stand up. Yeah, okay. you sat, I've got you on the video phone, just stand up. Pete, what do you reckon? I, I, no, I, his head's disappeared. That's a perfect, perfect size for a stormtrooper. Thank you very much. Yeah, you blend in. Very kind of you. What else have I had? I've had, you know, people have called me Darth. Um, some people uh, deliberately, yeah, Darth Vader. Some people. I mean, they're like Star Trek fans, aren't they? Obviously, yeah. clearly, yeah. they know nothing. Nothing. Um, they're so yeah, user force. Um, I think there was uh, when some of the newer, more recent movies came out, people were um, yelling Finn and Traitor, which was uh, a particularly topical <laughs> one at the time. Yes, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> which you probably lost some people who have not watched that film. Oh, uh, my so, God. So, no, it, it's, it's great. I, one of the funniest things about running in the costume down roads is just the constant car beeping and waving. Uh, it, again, that lifts your spirits of, for me, just driving uh, running along in every car is just beeping we've actually got footage uh, well we've got audio we've got an audio clip of you of you running and the, the best thing about this is this sounds really odd but to people listening to this now jez sounds like a stormtrooper running if somebody played me this clip and said what is this guy doing i asked somebody dressed as a stormtrooper running down the road man here it is <laughs> It is a very, very distinct sound. You know, one of my bugbears in races, actually, Jez, is when you're running along, you're in the zone, you're thinking about how you're feeling, thinking about the finish line, thinking about the reward afterwards, that cold beer, that slice of pizza. And then there's somebody behind me with a bunch of keys jangling every single (laughs) step. I think, as much as I love that hypnotic sound, if you were to come up behind me, I don't think I'd be best pleased. (laughs) You know, I've had people refer to it as like a metronome before, and, you know, people have said, oh, thanks for getting me up that hill, who I didn't realise were there just behind me, sort of tuned in to the clip-clopping of some sort of pantomime horse. (laughs) Halfway through a race, have you ever pointed your blaster at a spectator and said, there's one, set for stun? No. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't run with a blaster I, I want to but i'm always worried about getting rugby tackled by a policeman mm. you know that's a I mean? good point that's a brave policeman just to point that out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I don't want to get tasered by someone who thinks that I'm, you know, a, a, a real-life baddie. Do you, do you have to change how you run? I mean, I presumed you ran before doing the... Uh, as a stormtrooper, you you were a runner, right? I, I, I love running without the costume because, because I like to be able to breathe, I like to be able to see, I like to be able to see when curbs are coming up and um, I'm just about to step in something which I can't normally... <laughs> <laughs> so if you're familiar with sort of the whole Star Wars pop culture, I look like a stormtrooper, but I run like C-3PO. Because ah. <laughs> I can't bend my knees. I struggle with... So steps, I have to go up sideways. And uh, so wow. curbs are a challenge. And because I lose vision of anything which is immediately a metre in front of me, so I'm having to look... Uh, so water stations are a nightmare. Mm. Uh, so I'm having to run. I'm looking at sort of a little <laughs> pothole or something or other. And um, and I think, right, it's there. And I have to judge the metre and then sort of do a little hop skip. And um, so it's a mental, it's a mental uh, run. I've just got to have my wits about me because I fall. And when I fall... Um, touch words, I've not fallen this year because I've, I'm still sort of learning all about it. But when I have fallen down, there is no stopping me and it's a full-on face plan. I, I shouldn't laugh, but it's just this image of you running as a, a servant of the Dark Lord <laughs> and you, uh, you've you got to go sideways up curbs and, and be aware of your surroundings and be careful you don't face plant. No wonder they kept on losing. Uh, it's Yeah, it's absolutely not built for mobility, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, people say to me, oh, yeah, can we do this video shoot? Can we do that? Can we get you inside this? And I'm like, no, there's no chance. I can't sit down. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't stand up. I, I really, really struggle to do much. Is injury a factor? I mean, you talk about lack of mobility and stuff, but, you know, quite seriously, you, you see people dressing up in uh, weird and wonderful costumes, and I take my hat off to them. And the majority of them are doing it to raise money uh, for charities that are close to their heart, you know, really sort of um, uh, valuable causes, which I think is awesome. But there's a big skill set involved, actually, like an additional thing that you have to think about, especially if you're running in something like you're running in, which is pretty heavy, you know, a stone, yeah. and it's lack of mobility. Does it, it, it obviously affects how you run, but does it, it, are there any injury costs to this? From an injury point of view, it's more um, sort of lateral uh, cuts. So um, I could wear it one day. And it fits. I'd never say it fits like a glove, guys. But, you know, I wear it one day and it fits all right. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I was going to go and do five miles today. I'll do a bit more because it's feeling OK. Um, but there'll be sometimes I put it on. I'm like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be horrible today. And um, so I did my long run two days ago. Then yesterday I got asked to put it on just to do a quick bit of filming for someone. And, um, and I put it on and instantly the left shin went on to a cut which I got from the day before and I was like oh, no that hurts a bit because I've, I've got very short strides when I'm in the costume and um, so there's not a great deal of because there's not a great deal of speed involved as well I, I think it's like low impact so I, I've been very fortunate I've been extremely fortunate that um, Touchwood so far I've been okay and I think from I think the hydration side of it plays a massive part and, um, and I'm really, really careful to look after myself from that side. Do you carry stuff for, like, your, your big events and things? You know, what, what, like, OK, you've got the, the water on the course, I guess, so you're not going to run with, like, hydration pack and things. But how does it work in terms of, like, gels or what fuel you use? What, what, do, you, what do you tend to use and how do you carry it? Um, so, so on the back of the Stormtrooper costume, uh, there is something called a thermal detonator, which is just... <laughs> Can I just say, sorry, Jess, before you answer this question, if, if you're listening to this show and you're doing your long run now and you're thinking, I haven't even 
even bloody seen Star Wars or I can't stand Star Wars. I'm not a science fiction fan. We're going to get somebody on next week that uh, runs as Jack Sparrow. So do not worry. <laughs> we'll look for different people. In fact, if you want to message us uh, any favourite films that you've got and we'll look for characters from the film that run and we'll get them on. Jess, please carry on. Tell me about the thermal detonator. So I've got this uh, thermal detonator, which is a bit like, let's just say, it's a, a slightly fatter toilet tube behind me, which just goes to sort of um, just around by my kidneys. And uh, that's the perfect, perfect little storage stash, which took me about two years to figure out. Two years it'd been empty. <laughs> and um, and I, I run with uh, Cliff Bar Block Shots, um, those shot blocks. Okay. You know, they're, they're perfect for me. And I use them as a little reward-based thing because you get six in a pack. I'm like, right, well, I do a few miles, reward myself, a few more miles, reward myself. And I tend to run with a water bottle or two. And... Um, and I had to stop the other day at a garage. You know, obviously everyone has to wear a face mask everywhere. I just walked into the garage because I was, you know, I was wearing a face mask, wasn't I? I uh, mean, that would be funny, wouldn't it? Coming off the back of a training room, popping into the local co-op and the little lady going, sorry, love, you need to wear a face mask. This is my face Hello. mask. Yeah. <laughs> so, step aside. So, uh, yeah, I had to go and get some more treats on the way because it was just a tough one the other day. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just, I've generally got a, a fistful of um, block shots. A lot of people rate those, don't they? Because they're quite, they're, they're not kind of like, they haven't got the sticky gel consistency, but they're quite easy to consume, aren't they palatable and whatnot, and obviously easy to carry for you. Yeah, and, and the other thing as well is um, if you don't need to complete the packet because, you know, seal the packet up and it'll be good for your next run as well. Tell me what you've got going on, Jazz, because I, I, I'm loving hearing all about this, and, and obviously we know why you, you're doing it to raise money for charities and stuff, and you've got a pretty lofty goal this year. And, and just picking up on something you said earlier, which I think is really interesting, when people do raise money for charities... And they look to do something typically that's quite out there, quite um, striking. You know, it cuts through, gets some attention, and therefore gets some traction in terms of their charity sort of raising endeavours and whatnot. It's quite difficult to, to, to keep improving on that almost year on year, isn't it? But you've really gone some this year. So tell me a little bit about what, what you're doing. Well, the last three years I ran, so I didn't do a Stormtrooper costume event in 2019. I was a bit busy with work um but i've it's been one event say a 40 mile run or 100k run or all marathons this year is a through year challenge because each year i find it more and more difficult to fundraise because let's say you know friends and family might have sponsored me in 2018 in in their minds and quite rightly they're like well we've already sponsored you you know and i and i get that so i need to expand and open up sort of more areas where i can try to get sponsorship so i thought right a through year run in 2018, I did 100K, so I thought, well, I can't run further than 100K. That would absolutely finish me off. So I've set myself a target, 1,000 miles from January the 1st to whatever in December, 1,000 um, miles in the costume, plus other miles just as me, Jez, the um, anonymous person who no-one knows who is. I mean, 1,000 miles in that thing is it is crazy. Have you have you structured how you're going to do this? And obviously it's a funny yeah. year to do this as well in some respects, yeah. isn't it? Do you, do you normally run on your own anyway, Jez? Or, or? I often run with... I love going to public events. Um, where I can, I've been doing public events with my wife. So I'm not a member of a club. My work is, uh, you know, I'm on nights today. Uh, my shift pattern's all over the place and I'm often away, um, sometimes out of the country. So it's difficult for me to commit um, to, a, to a particular club. I know you had the Lonely Goat Running Club on. Um, recently, you know, I, I'm a member of that club. To, to, to answer your question, 
it's been turned on its head this year because of coronavirus. You know, I had signed myself up for all the big events, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people have done. Uh, but this event, this year, I had structured it. I'd said, right, if it's a thousand miles throughout the year, I was going to be doing something very large in, in August and in September as well. Both of those events, unfortunately, have been cancelled and they would have been really, really good. So slowly, January, February, I was doing 70, 75 miles a month in a costume and then it's built up. So at the moment, I'm averaging um, 100 or so a month. Injury-free, feeling OK? Yeah, no feeling calves, um, strings, anything like that. I mean, you're a stormtrooper for God's sake. I, you should be <laughs> robust. I tell you what, on, on January the first, when I put it on for the first time in 18 months, well, I, I'd done a couple of school events and fates and stuff, but January the first, um, obviously the the morning after the night before, I was like, right, I'm going to do 10 miles in this thing today, and that'll be one percent of my uh, of my challenge. <laughs> and come 10 miles, you know, sweating out tequila and everything else I, I was just like this is ridiculous what are you doing you're 45 years old and uh, you're, you're two years older than you are just you yeah. know yeah oh, you're hungover you're running dressed as a stormtrooper yeah. you must have that moment of clarity every now and then where you think what am I doing yeah, yeah, I love it we you know, I, I just think it's amazing. What, so in terms of the charities then, were, mm. were they easy to select for you? Was it always going to be those those charities, Jez? Well, do you know what? It's, it's funny. It, it was Make-A-Wish in 26, uh, 2016 and 2017. I loved what they did. But after... In 2017, I did 40 miles uh, at Pinewood Studios for um, Make-A-Wish. And that was it. I was like, right, no more than 40 miles. And I retired the costume. And I said to everyone, that's it, no more. And then I made the fatal error of watching Children in Need, the BBC's Children in Need. So, so just to recap, so this is t- for terminally ill children, isn't it? The, yeah. they, they make their dreams come true, the, um, yes. make, the Make-A-Wish. Which is massively important for, for the children, but for the families as well, because, you know, the families have got constant trips to the hospital or lots and lots of um, medication. You know, we've got children who are losing their hair and stuff and just forget to be able to play, laugh and sing, you know. So this is it's massively important that we can try and help them out. So it can be taking them on holiday or can be giving them a bedroom makeover or going to see a f- soccer star or something like that. So it's really, really, really important. I love the work uh, and I was pleased with what I was able to, de- uh, to do for them. But I thought, right, that's it, enough now. I didn't want to overdo it. And I've got this thing in my head about uh, the Rocky movies, right? Now, you know that Rocky 1, Rocky... Well, Rocky. Rocky 2, Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 were brilliant. And they should have stopped here, Rocky 4. They should have stopped. They should have stopped. And you need to know when to stop it. So I was like, (laughs) right, none of this is going to be your Rocky 5. Because, let's face it, that wasn't very very good. And um, so I was like, right, no, this is it, no more. And then I watched this Children in Need programme. And, uh, and I saw this new charity called Spread a Smile. Now I'm in this, you know, I'm I'm in the military. I go away a lot. I do a lot of military type things, as you can imagine. And people see me doing what I do in, in helicopters and just think that's pretty tough. But I watched little movies like I saw on this um, Children and Needs, and I was brought to tears. And I just said to my wife, I got to do one more year. Right, so Star Wars is all about trilogies. So I said, right, I'll do one more year. So uh, so this was Spread a Smile, this charity. And they are very much like Make-A-Wish, but they're for children who can't leave hospital. And uh, so they take in sort of entertainers and singers and magicians and uh, therapy animals 
just to try and give uh, the children a little break and for the children to look forward to something. Now, it was really, really touching. So I ran for Make-A-Wish and Spread a Smile in 2018. And, uh, and since then, I've, I've run and split my um, fundraising equally for both charities because they both really need it. And this year, this year more than ever, because almost all of their fundraising has been taken away from them. So that's why I'm more determined to uh, continue to do what I do. It's, it's a massive thing, isn't it, this year, I think, for charities with these events and stuff, kind of, you know, relying on those events to go ahead and all of a sudden the plug is being pulled effectively. So, yeah, it takes people like you to step up to the plate. You're certainly doing that, running a 1,000 miles in 2020. I have no doubt you will do it. If people want to keep up with what you're doing, Jez, where can they connect with you and support what you're doing and, and yeah, follow the Stormtrooper? Brilliant. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share this. So I've got um, my Instagram is Stormtrooper Run or Stormtrooper underscore run, as you said. Um, and uh, I've got on Facebook, I've got, um, if you, I think on Facebook, if you searched at Stormtrooper Run, you'll get then go to my Facebook page, which is called Make a Star Wars Wish and Spread a Smile. Um, I'm on Twitter as Stormtrooper Run, but I'm not particularly good at Twitter. I, I, um, we, me neither. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, r- I'm rubbish at Twitter. I think the main link for people to go to is stormtrooperrun.com. And uh, that's got links to, like, my Lad Bible videos, got links to um, my fundraising page, a couple of things on YouTube and blogs and stuff. Awesome. Well, we'll link everything in the show notes page. So that's uh, runimajake.com forward slash podcast. Listen, don't think we're letting you off lightly. Can't let you go yet. Okay. Where, where, where's your flipping helmet? Have you got it? Can you get? Oh, you got no, it? Do you know what? It's, it's, it's where is absolutely it? gross. I can go and get it, but it's still go wet. It's still wet. Get, um, please, right. it's still wet. That's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Go and get it. Go and okay. get the helmet. Let's, um, get, let's have a look at the helmet. It's in the car. It's right now. Hang on a second. I'll yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. We don't have to sn- smell it, you see. This is great. No, this is it's great. perfect. <laughs> Jazz is brilliant. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Wicked. That is just... Wow. Wow. That's brilliant. I've got a screenshot that. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. We need screenshots of this. <laughs> that is just awesome. Can, can we can speak with it? Can we hear you? Can we hear you? Can you hear yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. You can hear me. This is it. That's amazing. Listen, Jess, please, please humour me. I am a fellow geek. I'm a fellow Star Wars fan. I just would, would you just would you just go with me on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whatever. go with me on this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't, I can't even do it. <laughs> what are you trying to do, Jake? I don't even know. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, okay, Jess. You ready? Okay, you ready? Okay. Is everybody ready? Quiet, please. Yes. Yes. Action. We're ready. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just say for me, move along, move along. <laughs> move along, move along. I always do that when I'm crossing the road. If a car's trying to come along, I do I do the whole gesture thing. <laughs> it's so weird. I step into I step into character. I, you know, oh. I'm someone who's so self-conscious when they're just a normal me, you know. And as soon as I yeah. put on the costume, I'm a dancing stormtrooper. It's crazy. Jez, I think you're all, you're awesome. Uh, I wish you all the luck in the world. We're going to send people your way and they're going to follow you. Look out for the Stormtrooper. It is Jazz. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Thank you so much. For the show notes and video content, go to runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast and follow us on social media. I may still be in my Jedi dressing gown, but one thing is for certain, I will not be using the Jedi mind trick to answer any of today's questions in hashtag 
Ask Jake. Actually, talking of questions, this is an interesting one. Pete, I need to ask your advice on this. Okay. And your appro- I need your approval. We've had a message in because you can use hashtag Ask Jake, but also if you want to email, it's podcast at runningwithjake.com. And I've had a message from Adam Collings, and he's asked two questions. Now, normally we only answer one. What do we do? What do we do? Oh. Can I answer two? No, can no. I answer two I, questions? Do you know, I, I'll be honest. I don't two? think. I don't. No, Jake, stop. You shouldn't answer two because um, if, if you answer two, then Adam's got his lot. He's got everything he needs. He can just go away, can't he? I appreciate that this podcast is very low on entertainment value generally. Mm. So mm. there'd be nothing to keep Adam listening to the next episode, would there? So if we answer one now and then we'll dangle the carrot of saying, well, tell you what, Adam, we'll answer your second question on an upcoming episode, uh, it will keep him listening for a little bit longer. Do you know what I mean? Adam, I'm very sorry the producer has spoken. I'm not allowed to answer two questions. So I'm going for one of your questions. And today, the question I've selected is on running torches. Now, it's a good time of year to talk about this. Adam wants to know, should he go for a head torch you wear on your forehead or should he invest in a chest torch where you sort of uh, the, the torch sits in the middle of the vest now i get why you would potentially ask this because the vest can look more comfortable here's the thing in my experience and to my knowledge a chest torch think iron man type lighting up with the chest there <laughs> is typically for you to be seen rather than you to see if that makes some sense. Yes, you can get some quite high-powered chest torches where it will give you some visibility, but you've also got that lack of movement. If you want to look to the left or the right of you, you've got very limited control. Whereas with a head torch that you wear on your forehead, you can get very, very comfortable ones, and it will give you a lot more ability for you to see, but also you can direct that light easily. So I feel that it can make you a lot safer, give you a lot more confidence, and serve a greater purpose. They're my thoughts. I'm sorry I can't answer your second question, Tune in next week. You never know. Pete might allow me to answer it. <laughs> if you've got a question, it's hashtag Ask Jake. That brings us to the end of another awesome episode. Well, I hope it's awesome. Perhaps let us know of the Running With Jake podcast. This is your weekly dose of running motivation. It's been a packed show full of Jedi Masters, dressing gowns and porridge recipes. Don't forget to check out the show notes page for that killer recipe. It is runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast. Time to get out of this dressing gown, brush my teeth. (laughs) Come on, let's have a great week. Stay in one piece. See you next week. Oh, and one more thing. I find your lack of pace disturbing. I've never spoken into a bin before. It's quite cool. Your weekly dose of running motivation. And on next week's episode of Running With Jake. That was my first fitness class, and I actually thought, wow, she's allowed to turn the music up really loud in this church hall, and we're all, like, kind of dancing and having a good time. So I knew from my first class, you know, this was something I wanted to do. Running With Jake, the podcast. That's a wrap.